What you believe about yourself and your life is likely not based in reality, but in bullshit stories that you did not consent to, pieced together throughout your life with ideas offered to you from external sources. This podcast is here to help you recognize and dismantle those stories so you can reclaim your power and achieve what you want in life. Welcome to Yeah, I Made That Up with life and business coach Kelly Jackson. Okay, so, oh my gosh, I am so excited about this because today I am talking to one of my very first graduates of pressure coaching. You were very first cohort um and you've been graduated for almost a year so which is wild over a year year, yeah time is what is time um I know (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so I think just a few weeks ago we actually the podcast episode that was the first like interview that I did with you right after you graduated. So I'm very excited to see, I don't have any like outlined questions, but I'm very excited to see how things are going. So will you please tell us who you are? Uh, Yeah. So I'm Kelly and uh, yeah, like you said, I started, I was like your, one of your very first and um, I still laugh because we when we were talking about it, I remember, I mean, oh my gosh, it goes back to like, when you were just like, I'm in this like program and I'm like doing this thing. And I was like, oh, that sounds really great. Like I'm pregnant and freaking out. Like (laughs) I'm going to have a baby and I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and then you were like, yeah, I'm going to start doing this coaching stuff. And so we just really kind of like, so it kind of went on from there, but I remember you saying to me like, yeah, um, you should, I think this program would really work for you. I mean, and like me just being like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then be like, no, I don't really think that, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I honestly deep down was like, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to work for me. And I kind of felt like I was just person that, um, I'm sorry. I have a toddler that I'm like also trying to watch too. So. No longer pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was pregnant. Now I have a three and a half year old that's running my life. Um, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, I, I don't know. I think like deep down in my head, I was just like, I don't think this will work because I couldn't really see myself like really opening up. And I also thought it was just going to be like this one particular thing in my life that I was just always going to bitch about. And so I, but then once I started and I just kept showing up and like doing the work and stuff like that, I was like, holy shit, like maybe this is good for me. Maybe Kelly does know what she's talking about. (laughs) But it was interesting to do the work and like, realize that the issues that I was having with like my own thoughts and everything was really, I think the most profound thing that happened with me was realizing that my thoughts that I had and all the problems that I had, literally those things were like across the board in every aspect of my life. So where, as I thought, like I just had these issues with just like clients because I own my own business 
I was like, no, I got him across the board. I mean, like, this is like a thing that just keeps playing out over and over again. So with all of my relationships. So that was like a really like, that was like an awakening for me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I I want to, I want to point out just because you said, um, you mentioned your business. Most of my clients are somehow involved in the direct sales industry. You are not, you are a photographer. You have been a photographer for a long ass time. You are my photographer. So anyone who sees (laughs) the photos posted on my Instagram, this is the person who took all of them. Yeah. Um, And this is why, this is how we like, we're talking about coaching before I had started this program, because when we would do photo shoots, I'd be like, yeah, I'm doing this thing. It's weird. I don't know. Oh, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to start actually doing this thing. It's weird. Do you want to do it too? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I know. And I, I know. And it's funny because like, so yeah, I started my business back in 2008 and um, I, I guess I've been a professional photographer since even before that, since like, oh, since oh five. So God, what is that? what is math? I don't even know. 16 years. That's like insane. And I've had my business since 2008. So, um, yeah, I don't really know. Like it was really interesting because like I struggled so much with, um, I guess you would call it imposter syndrome. We talked about that all the time. Um, what I found was really interesting is like, was like, we were halfway through the program when COVID hit, right? Is that right? Yes. Well, you started in October and COVID hit of in 19. October. Yeah. So we were like, yeah. So, so, and I remember like being worried about like the whole COVID situation, but not being worried about my, like I, I literally started my business. I went to the bank I wrote a bomb ass business proposal. No one ever told me what to do if the banks actually give you money. The banks were like, by the way, the housing market is going to crash. Are you sure you want to take this money? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to do. Like, this is what I'm going to do. So I like opened my business in February of 2008. And literally like months later, the like the housing market crashed. Everything went to shit. It was terrible. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And then I went through a fire of my studio burning down and all of this stuff. And again, it was like, what am I going to do? And then COVID hits. And it's like, I thought it was really interesting because I was worried about all these other things. I was not concerned about my business. And then I was concerned that I was not concerned about my business. Like, why am I not worried about this? Like, why am I not freaking out? You know, that's the thing. I think that's the thing that was like, weirdest to me as well was when external factors of the world would take place that I had normally been freaking out about in, you know, previous experiences. And then they would take place in my life after I had, you know, learned to utilize these Mm -hmm. tools myself. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm not freaking out. That's, Ooh, I should be freaking out. What's happening? Uh, yeah. Clearly right now. What, what is this? I find that. Yeah. And I find that happening a lot with like other things of like me, um, certain situations that I know 100% would be me just being like going from zero to a hundred. 
And then like me just staying at an even like level, you know, and then being like, wait, am I okay? I remember saying to you, I remember saying to you at the very beginning, I was like, so what are we just going to be like dead inside? Like, what's the deal? (laughs) But really, and for the longest time I thought about that, I was like, oh, Kelly's teaching us all to become serial killers. This is great. But no, that's not, that's not it. It's like literally managing my thoughts about, you know, everything. I wish, I honestly wish I would have had this, like, like had gone through this because, you know, I had gone through like really bad postpartum depression and anxiety. And although there was a lot of hormonal thing that was like things that were happening there. Um, the, the thing is, is what I loved about when I went to go, I I went to a therapist to talk about that specialized in postpartum, uh, depression and anxiety. And she was, she was really good, but the one thing I like, I, I absolutely hated was like telling her, listen, I've suffered from anxiety like my entire life and her saying, well, it looks like you've really created some good coping skills. And I'm like, okay, but I'm still fucking like suffering from anxiety. And none of my coping skills are helping right now, you know? And, um, and again, I realized that there was a lot of like hormonal imbalances happening that you know, I could go on and on and on for hours with that. But what I just did, I like that answer to me was not like, I know it was probably made to, like, she was saying that to try to make me feel better, but it like, it really didn't. It was kind of like my coping mechanisms are like watching movies and watching TV and like burying myself in my work. Well, I couldn't do that when I have a newborn to take care of, you know, like, so, and that was really the only time I ever talked to a therapist ever in my life, you know? And so this was really good for me to be able to just be able to like take power back and be like, okay, like, yeah, this may suck right now, but it's going to, you know, like, and use the tools to get through it, you know? Yeah. That's, that was my experience when I first started doing this work as well. Um, and there had been three different therapists who had basically said that, that same kind of thing to me. And every single time I was just like, well, fuck. So you're telling me that this is the best it gets. I'm not here for yeah. that. Like, yeah. no fucking thank you. <laughs> I got to find a different solution. Right. I know. And it's like, well, if I have such great coping skills, then why is this like not working for me? But also the thought work helped me when my husband got deployed to Fort Hood and me being like, oh my God, I cannot juggle a business and watch a child, you know, like take, watch a child, watch a child. Like he's not my, take care of a child, take care of a child at the same time. My child, I was just kind of like, there's no way I can do this. I joke around and holding on by a thread. But we're managing. We're getting there. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So tell me, um, tell me what your experience has been like since you graduated and like incorporating the tools into daily life. And are you still using them? If you are, how? If not, um, you know, I mean, you're still, you know, not losing your mind all the time, like, <laughs> which is a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is that um, like, is life like? I mean, it's good. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I've had some problematic clients like within my studio 
a couple times this year. So instead of just like jumping to this, like, I'm terrible, I shouldn't be doing this, I shouldn't be a business person, you know, like really thinking rationally about like how to fix the situation that's like been been done. You know, I lost I lost some images of a client. Um a couple there was nothing I could do. It was like it was like I took the images, I I took them out of the I took them out of my camera, I put them on my computer, and the card was completely corrupt. I couldn't get them off the card at all. And it was a shoot that could be redone. It wasn't like anything that was like um crazy, but um but I had to tell her, like, I don't have your images. And she was kind of difficult to work with. And I didn't really want to work with her to begin with. Um, not, not that I didn't want to work with her, but it was just like, it was such a difficult shoot that I knew I didn't want to reschedule, I guess that's what I meant. And so I was like, listen, let me just give you your money back. I'm not going to be able to like reschedule you. I'm really sorry this happened, but please just go, you need, you know, I just want you to be able to go find another photographer. And if I can get these images back, I will give them to you. And I felt really good about how that ended, but I started to like, I started to immediately start panicking. Like, oh my God, this is going to be like the worst thing ever, you know? But then I just was like, no, it's not going to be the worst thing. It's going to be fine. And it, it was fine. I mean, she, she was, up, she was sad. I mean, it was just like, yeah, cause it was like a one year photos. It was something that could be redone. And I was sad, but I didn't immediately go to this, like, you're a terrible business person. And like all of these things where when it was completely out of my control, it was like technology just really sucked that day. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, that, that had never happened to me in like 16 years of shooting. So, and then just, you know, and then other aspects of my life, it's like, um, just trying not to like completely lose it of like, you know, cause there are days where I'm exhausted because I'm like trying to make a toddler happy while I'm trying to do something, you know, and try not to be just angry, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> just yeah. angry. I just think that I'm just able to like kind of manage my anxiety. I, you know, I still have those issues that I have with like my mother that I've been working on, like that was the one thing I thought I was going to be like bitching and complaining about like the whole time, but it really wasn't. And so now like I've even like really done a lot more work, even though I have like, uh, I, I have actually been like writing stuff out and like doing those things and realizing like what are triggers for me and kind of like working on those instead of just being like, you know, I can't like, you know, cause like my, my first reaction to that would be like, I just can't talk to you. Like, I just can't, like, I gotta like, you know, which some distance is fine, but that doesn't really do any of the work. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just to ignore it, which is something that I've also realized. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that like having this opportunity to, which I'm really grateful for, um, that you were like, you should do this. Um, because honestly I could feel like my stress level right now, like as I'm like, trying to get my son to like, you know, calm down so I can at least have like a conversation. Um, you know, my stress level starts to rise and I'm just like, okay, this is just like, it is what it is. I don't even know. I, you know, he's so, like the perfect example of the dino mind though. He doesn't have a fucking prefrontal cortex yet. He's three and a half years old. He is yeah. all yeah. pleasure avoid pain. And like the one thing that he wants to watch 
he wants to watch this video and he cries because he wants to watch it but then it scares him <laughs> oh my gosh what's the video it's like the opening sequence of like tangled i don't even i don't even know <laughs> Like the poor kid's gonna be like me. I was scared of everything. I was I was literally scared of uh, the Princess Bride. Like I made my mom throw the movie away because I could not watch the Princess Bride. Oh my gosh, which is amazing since your current self care. What did you post the other day that it's like? Oh yeah, well yeah, well, I listened to it. Oh yeah, well I watched. Well that was my that was my uh, way to uh, was like full immersion therapy. Like watch every horror <laughs> thing imaginable. Watch serial killer. Stuff. I just got my booster for COVID the other night or the other day, and I didn't finally had a shot that didn't I didn't have a reaction to, but I I uh, was having like fever dreams all night, and I was like, oh my god, like every single thing I have watched or listened to or read about murder and horror made its way into my dreams that night, you know, and it was just like that's my self care, right? It's just like. But yeah, lifting weights and listening to true crime podcasts. Oh yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, like it also gave me it also this work, you know, it's it's really in all aspects of my life because like I remember back in March sitting around being like, God, I just like feel I've always tried not to be like about my body image or anything like that. Like, of course, like, but it's hard. Like, right. It's like you get, I, I gained weight. I got pregnant. I put on more weight and I was like, oh my God. But it was really more of like, I just feel so like run down all the time. And I just kept thinking to myself, like, okay, I want to be active again. Like, I just want to be active. Like, that's all, all this is. It has nothing to do. Like I eat healthy. I'm fine. Whatever. Don't make it about losing weight. I fucking hate running. I ran played basketball my whole life. I hated all that. And I didn't want it to be about losing weight. And so I remember sitting there. And so I was really doing the work on that. And I was like, what do I really enjoy doing? And I was like, oh, I loved lifting weights. And so literally uh, a mutual friend of ours, Amy, I called her and I was like, hey, what was that friend of yours that had a powerlifting gym? And we signed up. And I've been doing it for like eight months and it's amazing and I love it. And I like, like going, I, yeah. And my body's changing. I'm slowly like, like my body's changing. I am losing weight, but that's like not even like a thing of like what it even is about. Um, yeah. So the powerlifting has been amazing. I mean, I go like three or four times a week and it's like, so empowering and it's not even about lifting weight like I I remember saying like I just want to be strong again and now it's like now I'm gonna compete next May oh shit yeah so I did not know that that's incredible yeah I just I was talking to my trainer about it and he was like what do you think and I was like I don't know what do you think he's like I think you should and I was like well then I will you know and it's all it's all a bit about for me it was just like a completely like mind change of like, my body is changing. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting toner. Yes. Weight is coming off. I mean, it's not coming off fast. I think I've lost 10 pounds in like, I don't even know, six months, but I don't even care because the, the weight that I'm lifting is going up. <laughs> so that's like what I am most excited about. Right. And so yeah. I even find myself getting pissed off. Like a friend of mine who works out and stuff, he was like, 
how's the powerlifting going? And I was like, oh, it's great. Like I'm lifting, you know, this and this and this and all, you know, like deadlifts and squats and all this stuff. And I was like, and he was like, well, how much weight have you lost? And I was like, instantly pissed. I was like, why does that matter? Like be impressed with how much weight I'm pushing up over my head, you know? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, but you know, so, I mean, I think for me, it was just like, getting out of that whole headspace of like what it what it is to it's just like all aspects so like that aspect of like my body and like what I, ultimately when i thought about it like what i wanted was to be strong yeah and if i and whatever that means if i'm always a, a size 16 for the rest of my life but i'm like kicking ass in the gym so fuck it, you know, whatever. I don't even care, you know? And, uh, I feel I, I had no idea that you were competing next to me. I, uh, this is amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, it was just kind of like a thing that just kind of happened like a couple weeks ago that they were like, yeah, you should do this. So yeah, I will definitely be letting you know if anybody wants to come and like, I do. (laughs) I do. Of course I do. Is it going to be here? Yeah, it'll be here. It'll be here cool yeah so um yeah I mean I think that like I don't know this is like been all so jumbled because of uh a screaming toddler but um I'm just like really grateful I mean I think that there are I think for the longest time during the program I didn't want to really be vulnerable and I held back a lot but then I realized that like I really wasn't doing myself any favors and it, it I'm really good at (laughs) thinking that people believe my bullshit, right? I'm like, everyone knows that I'm fine. They totally believe that I'm fine. Yeah, when you actually decided to, um, I don't know, invest some emotional energy into yourself, like a whole fucking switch flipped. Like. I know. And I'm like, nobody, no, nobody is believing this shit. You're not fine. Like I always just always joke to be like, yeah, on the outside, I'm like, everything's great guys. And then on the inside, I'm just like, the world is burning down and it's not, you know, but now I just feel like, I mean, there are times like, trust me. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's work all the time to, to, um, you know, be able to like, get rid of that dino mind. But I, I also used to beat myself up about that too. That's like perfectionism, right? I don't know how many times I was like, I've done the work on this. I shouldn't be having a problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so turns that, out was a human. <laughs> right. So that was something else that I had to work on too. It was like <laughs> stop beating yourself up. Like, you know, it shit is gonna go wrong and and then I love like one of the things you're like, it's okay if you want to sit in this and you want to be pissed and you don't want to do work on it. And so there are times where I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna be mad because I want to be mad right now. <laughs> yeah. I'll deal with this later. <laughs> like, you know, so giving myself permission to like not have to like do it right all the time. And there is nothing better than having a child to make you feel like you're not doing it right all the time. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think that it literally what I've learned 
even like a year, like a year later has been, I don't think that there isn't a day that goes by that I don't use one of the tools that we've worked on, even if it's just for a split second, you know, but even using it for a split second in that moment keeps me, um, more aware and in the moment of like my thoughts. Right. So, um, which definitely makes me function better, you know, and like, doesn't make me jump to like, so quick to jump to conclusions and like, or, you know, it's definitely made me a better business person, I think, because I, there are times where I have a really, and I think probably a lot of people may, might do this too, but it's like, um, I like create narratives in my head all the time with clients, with people, whatever. Like I've had the whole conversation. It's already played out. It's gone badly. And, you know, and so that has been one of the biggest things that I have tried to work on, especially when it comes down with clients, like don't have that scenario in your head played out that you think is going to play out the way that it is because nine times out of 10, it doesn't play out that way. Anyway, you're just like, I, I played out and it's like, Oh my God, they're just gonna, you know, freak out or, or, you know, whatever. Um, and so that's been really helpful too. It's just to not create those, those, you know, scenarios, I guess. Of course. And like you said earlier, when you do the work on one area of life, you notice the same patterns showing up in other areas. So then when mm-hmm. you work on that, you're able to transpose it to wherever you notice it elsewhere. So yeah. when you're noticing, oh my gosh, okay, here I'm doing this thing again. It might not even be about a client. It might be about, you know, your husband or your doctor, mm-hmm. or whatever. but Doing just even just noticing that thing that's causing a lot of fucking stress and it's not real. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. And so I've been trying to like make it better as far as like with my my relationship with my mom because one of the things that we had talked about too, and that's like <laughs> is that as soon as I get on the phone with her and she starts talking, I already am like rolling my eyes and she hasn't even said anything, right? <laughs> Because in my head, I'm like, she's going to start bitching about something fucking crazy. And like, you know, and I'm just like, stop doing that. So like, I recognize that because it's like, I like, and that's helped me a great deal too. It's just like recognizing those patterns that I'm constantly like putting myself or like doing to myself. And really we had that conversation in August. So I was already graduated from the program. Literally, I, I was so afraid of bitching about my mom the entire time that I don't think we talked about her the entire year. It was afterwards I graduated. I'm like, listen, this is like the real shit that's going on. <laughs> yeah. But you, you have that support. Like you have a monthly call and you still have a Slack channel and you have like, yeah, I know, which is why we started like, talking about it ultimately but I think it was like it literally took me a year of doing this work to finally being like okay let's get down to business with this one particular thing that really is like you know driving me and it's still a work in progress for sure 
but but the tools that I learned within that year on other aspects definitely help with you know my relationship with her and it's you know so it's um yeah and I think the biggest thing that I had to do was not beat myself up if I started falling back into like old thought habits yeah and that I god I think that's probably the hardest thing to learn and the most valuable thing to learn is just to notice like what's happening without beating yourself up for it yeah that like level of self-compassion to be able to recognize oh I'm a human and I'm still a human and yeah just like noticing that and having that um awareness mm-hmm. as opposed to making it mean something terrible that like oh I'm not doing this right or well shit this isn't gonna fucking work either because clearly I still have these thoughts you know or what whatever right is. yeah like yeah going into those old patterns about old patterns just like compounds yeah. everything yeah it does. And I think like one of my biggest, my biggest issues my whole life, and I even knew it was my perfectionism. Um, and really like giving myself some grace and like some like room to like, be like, this doesn't have to be, I mean, one of the things that I wanted to do forever was the educational platform on my thing, like on my photography website. Right. And I was just like, no, because in my head, it's got to have all of these things. And if it doesn't have all of these things and it's not good enough. And you were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why, 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 why can't you just put it up there? You know? And I'm like, because I can't, but then I did. And it was just like, it like took off, you know? And so then because of that, (laughs) There were other things that I wanted to do and I'm about ready to launch like my commercial side of my business as well um, after the first of the year because I've been working on it. But like all of these other things that I was just like, I'm just going to put out there. I mean, I had to pivot super hard in 2000 or in, in 2020 because uh, I, I didn't work for 10 weeks. Right. And so now what's happening is, is 2021 has been like my most lucrative year of business, but it's because of all of the the like all of the things that I put into place in 2020 that I just stopped waiting for because of the perfectionism in me and just doing it. And now it's marrying back with like the world kind of opening back up and everything kind of coming back together. And so, and I've been toying with the idea of like finally getting an assistant and that's something I have to do some thought work on because I need to get, it's not like I want control of everything. It's just like, I've done everything for 16 years. So I'm like trying to, you know, work on that. But, um, because I've just said, you know, basically fuck it. If it's not exactly what I have in my head, but I'm putting it out there, it's still, it's still like, these are opportunities that one of the things that you told me before the program even started was we were talking and you were like, what is it going to hurt to take two minutes out of your day to tell somebody what you do or what you can offer? them right because one of my biggest issues when I first started my business was I was just never telling anybody what I did my dad's like oh my god you have been in a room with people for 45 minutes and they don't know anything about you and I'm like I don't want to tell them what I do like you have a business like you need to be like you know trying networking was so hard for me although I I could talk somebody's ear off talking about myself or networking 
but you literally, you said that to me one day and we were just, I think we were just talking and I don't even know if you remember that we were in my studio and you said that. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Like I take two minutes out of my day and I can't tell you how many, how much business I've gotten just from being like, oh, I do this. And this is what I can do for you. Imagine, imagine that telling someone what you do means that they might buy something from you. Yeah, Kelly, where were you? Where were you 14 years ago? I would be a millionaire by now. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I know, it's like a super profound statement for me. I was just like, oh my God. Like, but it was just because in my mind, I'm like, nobody cares what I do. Nobody cares about anything of that I have to offer, right? Even till this day when people connect with me and they're like, we want to, um, we want to work with you because we love your work. And I'm just like, are you, wait, are you talking to me? Like, till this day, like, I'm still like, wait, what do you mean? You want to work with me? You know? I mean, I just had a client, uh, somebody call me about shooting this big gala event for some, <clears throat> and a, some chiefs players um in a couple of weeks and like vivic a fox is going to be there and some other like it's like a panelist for like uh black black women and and business and blah 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 all this stuff and um they're like we just you know uh love your work i don't know it's just crazy i still to this day i'm just like what do you mean you love my work like shut up no you don't like that's my brain talking right but i've been getting like I've been able to work and it, and it doesn't even matter. Like that is one thing. Right. So it's just like working with like these bigger events, but then being so hard on myself and just working with just like everyday clients, just like regular everyday clients and just like being so hard on myself and then them getting their photos and being like, Oh my God, I love these. These make me feel so you know beautiful or they, I've never had to, you know, and I'm just like, really, you know, like, I'm still like, I don't know. So I get it from all aspects. So I've been really trying hard not to be like that, that aspect of like being hard on myself for, you know, I don't know. I I don't know. It's just been, it's been a wild ride to really like look, look deep with it and be like, why are you so hard on yourself? Like, what is that about? You know? And then once you start working through that, then I, there are still days where I feel like I, I don't have anything to offer to anybody. And then there are days where I feel good, you know, and the days that I feel like I don't have anything to offer to anybody. I used to really beat myself up because those would be the days where I'd be like, I've done this work. I shouldn't feel this way. But now the work is it's okay. Like you said, you're human. Right. So, um, I don't know. I'm hearing from you right now is that I did not lobotomize you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not a serial killer. Yes. You are not a serial killer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my husband I just, did say though, every time he, I'm watching something, he's like, you know, they always go to the spouse first. Right. And I'm like, where are you worried? What's going on? But <laughs> like, I think that, um, uh, life is life is always going to be 50 50 like half of life is going to be shitty and half of life is going to be amazing and two varying degrees on both sides right the work though really is like just learning how to deal with the shitty half in a way Mm -hmm. that doesn't compound the shittiness right 
so that you can manage your emotional state, your emotional stability, and be able to look at the shitty half and go, all right, I'm here. I'm in the shitty half, but I'm not going to make it worse for myself because I know that's not fucking useful. Right. Yeah. Having tools to be able to do that. And because you have dealt with imposter syndrome and perfectionism your entire life, of course you're still going to be dealing with that. But when you can notice it, take a little bit of distance and recognize, oh, this is just a pattern and it doesn't actually mean anything about me and have compassion for yourself within that. That's where your fucking power comes from. Yeah. And that's when you're able to shift away from it in a way that's going to be able to guide you toward what you actually want. Yeah. I mean, I I totally agree with that. I mean, I, I think that that has been, you know, part of, part of my issue with, um, my anxiety has been never thinking about my past never being present and always thinking about what this moment right now is going to affect in my future. Right. Um, I still do that a little bit. Um, but I find myself being more present than I've ever been really. And I, I like that. I love that. And I appreciate that because they'll be like, really. Like I'll think about like the most mundane, the most mundane shit, like back in 2020 when like Frozen 2 came out and Dr. Sleep came out at the same time. And me and my husband were sitting on the couch and we were drinking some old fashions and we watched Frozen 2 for Oliver. And then we put him to bed and then we watched Dr. Sleep and we sat on the couch and it felt really good. And like, we were just kind of chilling out. And I was like, man, that was such a great time thinking about it in the past. And I'm like, why didn't I really like appreciate that? And then of course, beating myself up about it. Right. So now, now I'm using those tools of being like, even if it's just like the mundane stuff, even if I'm really enjoying myself, making sure I'm realizing like, this is an enjoyable experience. Like this is good. No matter what it is, if you feel good, it is good and it's fine. And it's okay to be okay. Like feel good. Right. Don't think about like, all the things I should be doing, or if I'm not doing those things, how it's going to affect me in the future. If that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that that's the, that's the thing that people who deal with anxiety, like struggle with the most, right. (sighs) Not putting themselves in the future and being able to stay in the present and just people who struggle with depression do the opposite. They're in the past. And so Mm -hmm. being able to make sure that you are present in a moment, that's first of all, not something we're ever fucking taught. Right. No, not at all. And secondly, when you do have anxiety or depression, it's something that like doesn't really come naturally either. So like you're fucked from all angles. And so being able to do that for yourself is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. And there are still like, there are still times where I find myself like, oh God. I mean, I was doing it now. Like I was doing it today. Like, uh, do I have enough business coming in in January and February? You know, what about March? 
what about April? You know, I'm just like, okay, this is exhausting. I don't want to do this. So I'm not going to do it. You know? Yeah. You're probably going to have me sometime. Like I will just say soonish because what the fuck is time? I don't even understand that it's December right now. Um, but (laughs) I haven't done a photo shoot since. Oh my gosh. Was it a year? Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like for 14 years of owning my business, I have been in business for 14 years. It is always okay. Stop fucking freaking out. Even if it's a slow month, it's still okay. You know? Yeah. So it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's still, it's work, but it's, like I said, there's not a day that goes by that I don't use some of the tools that we worked on. And even if it's for a split second, it is, it is a tool that really helps me function, um, better and like, I mean, I try not to be like, if somebody is like, if someone's saying something or doing something, I'm like, they need to do some thought work. Like I try not to be like a judgy <laughs> bitch or anything, but, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I just, I'm really, I'm really grateful for it because it has, I can tell you this, you know, I can tell you this now and I've said it before, but it was like, when you were like, you should really take this thing. I was like, okay. And then I was like, that's not going to work. It's not going to work for me. It's not. And, and, uh, it really has, it's like, it's been really amazing. I'm really glad that I did it. I am also really glad that you did it. And, um, you also don't take any bullshit from anybody. You're like, <laughs> which I was like, okay. I was, she's like, this is for real. You know, like she doesn't, <laughs> she's going to call us out on her shit friend or not you know, (laughs) which I appreciate. (laughs) I remember letting someone else go first on our first call. And I was like, Oh fuck. She's for real. Like, this is going to be like, she's going to call us out. (laughs) And I still do on your monthly. And you still do. do. (laughs) (laughs) My whole job. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. I am so grateful for Honestly, I'm so grateful that you were one of my first clients um, for a thousand reasons, but partially <laughs> because you didn't think it was going to work. Yeah. And so like having that as a like first experience, you know, yeah. um, somebody who's in the group program, somebody who just like totally is like, no, I mean, I'll be here, but hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and you know, the other thing that really like caught me off guard too was like how insane it was to like be, so there was three of us, right? Because I don't, I don't know how many you have on calls now, but there was only three of us and it almost like every time one of us would be talking about something, the other one would be like, yeah, like, holy shit, like I'm going through that too or whatever that was something that I was not prepared for. Right. Or just being like, or thinking about other things too. Like, um, you know, someone being like, I, I feel like I just cry too much. And I'm like, but I feel like I don't 
cry enough? What is going on? You know, like, you know, like all of these things and then you start thinking about it. And so like, I really like the group aspect of that too, because it's like, because you start to think like, when you have that group aspect, you realize that all of these things that you're thinking about yourself, nobody else is fucking thinking these things. Right. Um, and, but then it started making me think about other things about myself that I probably should look deeper into. And so I think I really enjoyed that part too. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I was a skeptic. (laughs) I literally was like, I want to support my friend. It's not going to work for me. And then I was like, you just like blew my mind. Literally, like I, you know, so (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time this evening. You're welcome. I'm so glad that I was part of your program and still am and still working on it. And I am so excited for all of the uh people you're gonna help because you're gonna you're doing amazing things and I anybody would be lucky to be a part of your program thank you I appreciate that you're welcome